0: Warning, may contain disturbing content. Viewer discretion advised. What conversation or interaction with a physically normal stranger left you wondering if you just talked to something non-human or supernatural, like an angel-slash-demon-slash-ghost-slash-alien-slash-time-traveler etc.? Don't forget to like, subscribe and comment your own stories. I was working in Florida as a manager in a large chain of automotive dealers. I was on the service side and dealt with the customers who had the most difficult issues or were upset. One day an older man came in, and I went for a quick test drive to assess his concerns with the vehicle. He was calm and polite, a very easygoing person. After speaking for a few minutes, he asked me if I liked magic. He then proceeded to start talking about where I was from. He didn't ask a single question, he just began to talk. He narrowed down the area until he was within a 20 minute drive from the hospital I was born in. That hospital is an 18 hour drive from where that dealership was. After a few minutes, he said, "But you didn't live there very long. Moved south to the city of underscore, right?" He was absolutely spot on. Then he started rubbing his eyes and kind of humming. He asked me how long I had lived in Norway. Then narrowed it down to the city I lived in for 8 years. At this point, I'm thinking he's some kind of weirdo who has done a background check on me, but how would he know where I had lived while overseas? He said, do you believe in magic now? On the return drive to the dealership, I was running every possible scenario through my head. Did a friend set me up? How did he know the name of the city in Norway? When we arrived, he leaned over and said, I'm just having some fun with you. I was in the CIA for years as a linguist. Now that I'm retired. I just use it as a party trick. He had me so confused, he honestly could have said he was some kind of psychic, and I wouldn't have been able to argue. One evening in winter, I didn't leave work till almost 7 PM. So I was walking home and thought fuck it, I'll cut through the park to get home quicker, even though it's really poorly lit. A couple of minutes into the park, I could hear a group of people behind me and in front of me and was thinking, fuck, I'm going to be jumped up ahead. There was a lamp post with a CCTV camera on it, so I thought I'll stop there, and at least I'll get jumped on camera. As I stood beneath this light, this really tall woman jogged over and stopped next to me, I'm six feet tall, and she was way taller than me. She asked me, Is it okay if I walk with you? And I was like, Sure, okay, I guess. She walked with me to the edge of the park, talking about how dodgy the park was at night, as soon as we got to the edge of the park, She told me to have a good night then jogged back into the park. It was a really weird experience, I felt certain I would have been mugged or something if she wasn't there. I walked through that park every day for about a year and never saw her again. This story is hard to explain, but I still get shivers when I think of it. He was a customer I was helping out. Honestly, there was nothing that really stood out with him. He was handsome, but in a normal way. He dressed normally. Talked normal. Was blandly friendly, as you are with strangers. Just a normal upper-middle-class type guy. The only thing that really stood out was his blue eyes. Not in a goofy supernatural type way, he just had very, very blue eyes. But for some reason, he made every hair on my neck stand on end. Alarm bells were going off in my head like crazy. All I wanted to do was hide. I have never felt this way, before or since. Even when I was followed home by someone, I have never felt such gut deep you are in danger as I did with this guy. After ringing him through, he reached out to shake my hand. This is not common at all here, but out of politeness, I took it and shook. And I instantly got so nauseous I almost gagged. The moment I got nauseous, he just held my hand and smiled, and something in that smile made me absolutely sure he knew what I was feeling, and he enjoyed it. I'm not religious in any way. But I remember thinking at that moment, oh fuck, is this the devil? After he left, I was still so sick feeling I had to go to the back and sit down. I'm not sure if he was a serial killer or what, but to this day, I have never experienced something even close to that encounter. I absolutely felt bone deep certainty that I was in some sort of danger. I felt every bit of the prey. It's a hard story to explain, because it's all based on feelings, so I haven't told that many people about it. But to this day, it is absolutely one of the scariest and weirdest things I have experienced. As a child, I used to play outdoors with my childhood best friend Kyle. We would either knock on each other's doors and ask, can underscore come out to play? Or we would hear each other in our respective front yards and come outside. One day when I was about 10, I walked outside into my driveway because I thought I heard Kyle outside. I called out to him and a little girl about my age came from around the back of the house instead. I learned her name was Amaya. She told me she was going to be there all day because she's waiting for her mom to pick her up. I asked her if Kyle was coming, but she said no. Kyle didn't technically live next door, his grandmother did, so it's not uncommon for him to not be on the block for days because he's at home. So, we spent the whole day playing. I can't remember the exact time but I know it was from the hottest point in the day to when the sun almost began to set. It was the peak of summer, so that meant we were outside for hours. We spent the first half of our day inside of my garage playing because it was cool, and as outside began to get cooler, we moved our shenanigans out into my driveway. After a couple of hours, she said that she had to go because her mom was coming soon. I hugged her, really sad that my new cool friend was leaving but I figured she must be related to my neighbors in some way, so I'd be seeing her again. The next day, Kyle's mom dropped him off at his grandma's, so I came outside to play. I asked him when Amaya was coming back. Kyle said, who is Amaya? I thought he was just being annoying, but by us going back and forth, I realized he really didn't know who Amaya was. I told him she had on a blue top and blue khakis yesterday, and her hair was in three large twists with pink bobos. Kyle insisted he didn't know who I was talking about. I asked his brother, who was 5 years his senior, he didn't know who I was referring to either. A little creeped out, I asked my parents, wasn't I playing with a girl yesterday? My mom and dad had no idea what girl I was talking to. They thought I was outside in the garage playing by myself. As a last resort, I asked Kyle's grandma. She told me there was no little girl there yesterday, she was home with her husband, and she doesn't know a little girl by that name. To this day, Kyle swears he doesn't know who I'm talking about. I don't know what to make of the situation. I know I played outside with that girl. We jumped rope, we blew bubbles, we played hand numbers. No one knows a little girl named Amaya, but I spent the day with her. (laughs) Back in 1997, I was aged 8. I shared a room with my younger brother, who was 4 at the time. We used to have our grandparents over for dinner most nights, and it wasn't uncommon for them to stay long after we had gone to bed. They would come and kiss us goodbye in bed when they were going to leave. This one summer day, I woke up during the night and saw my granddad. It wasn't unusual, like I said. I said, Hi granddad, are you leaving now? He came and sat on my bed and said, Yes, I'm saying goodbye for now. He kissed me and then went and sat on my brother's bed and said kissed him as well. Then he left. My childhood intuition picked up that he was a bit sad. The next morning, I went into the kitchen to find my mum crying. She told me that my granddad died last night of a sudden heart attack. I said, how can that be? I saw him last night, he came and said good night to me. My mum said that my grandparents left shortly after I went to bed last night, I also remembered that my grandpa said goodbye and not goodnight. It was quite a shock but at the same time a little comforting too. I don't remember a lot from my childhood, but this is a memory that I won't forget. I live in a small town, with very few black people around Central Europe. I was pretty down because of a girl, and went for a kebab. While I was standing in a queue for kebab, in the pub right next to it, there was a woman that caught my attention because of two things, initially because of her face that's just uncommon to see there, another the fact that I for sure never seen her before, despite living in this small town my entire life and going around this pub every day. Another thing I noticed was that she didn't order anything, she just sat there by the table alone. Then I ordered my food, and while waiting for it, the woman leaned over the fence that separates kebab place from the pub, looked directly at me and offered me ice cream. I accepted the offer, and immediately after that, She looked me in the eyes, smiled a bit and clearly, calmly said, I love you. Then as I received my kebab, I turned around where she was, and she was gone. Vanished as quickly as she appeared. I inspected the ice cream, and it seemed okay, and the package was intact, it was delicious. There was this kid I used to hang out with when I was around 8 yo, and it still obsesses me. He wasn't from my school, and neither was he in the only other school in town. One day, he just showed up at the end of the school day and played with my friends and me, just like kids do. He was really nice, polite, clean, but he just seemed to have no family. He would never talk about his parents and avoided conversations about family. There was some sort of orphanage nearby, but friends who lived there said that he didn't live with them. He was weird but in a... weird way. He was nice and fun, yet really mature for an 8 old kid. He had this emotional intelligence, he understood people, talked very well about others' feelings but barely showed his. He had this strange aura. He would start really deep conversations, that were oddly deep for kids our age. He also had a smooth voice, at an age when most of the kids have a voice that tempts adults to make them mute. One day, one of my friends lost his grandma, and he found oddly accurate words to reassure him, that scene is still in my head to this day. On the other hand, he knew no cultural stuff. Every film, cartoons, comics, TV show, he wouldn't know. We showed him stuff like WWE, Dragon Ball and other manga slash anime, and he became really a fan. The only times he would act childish was when we wanted to know more about his life. He would answer funny and barely comprehensive things like some kids do. Today I'm 100% sure he did that on purpose. I really looked up to him although he was no leader or whatever. He was weird in a cool way, or cool in a weird way, at an age when a weird kid is just a weird kid no one wants to fw. He felt out of this world to me. My mother had a strange feeling about him, and years later I asked her about him, and she told me that she couldn't do anything because he was so nice and polite, but to her, he wasn't a child and seemed really weird. He just hung out with my friends and me for about a year, I have great memories with him, and I feel like he taught us much. One day he just stopped coming to play in our neighborhood, and no one saw him again. I have more anecdotes about him, and as time passes, more things feel wrong/slash weird to me. I have a deep feeling that I met someone too special or whatever, I'm not that much into supernatural stuff, yet I could start believing in a lot of things just because of this kid. This kinda deviates from the question, but I do think it's relevant. As a kid, My grandmother lived in a different country. She was super affectionate, but due to a severe back problem, she couldn't give many hugs, so the most physical touch we had was holding hands. She always had the most tender and warm hands, even on the coldest days or when the AC was on. We used to sit and talk for hours well into our teens. When I was 21, she suddenly passed away from a stroke. My last words to her before I saw her last were, I love you very, very much and that really comforted me at the time. In accordance with Jewish culture, we bury our dead, and since I am one of the only males in the family, I bore the brunt of digging most of the grave. I was exhausted and sad from the whole day that I didn't get to express my emotions until the evening when I got home. I rushed to my room and let my emotions out, cold and drained from working so hard and especially being outside during winter. As I lay on my bed, my entire body cold. Suddenly a weird feeling of warmth felt one of my hands. My hand became searing hot, almost like I had a fever, and I felt so eerily calm and placid. I knew she was there that night, holding my hand and saying goodbye. I haven't felt sad since, because I got to say my final goodbye. I had an encounter that was not quite non-human or supernatural, but definitely very often maybe a cult member or weird serial killer. I used to be a tailor in a suit shop in Edinburgh, and this very odd looking gentleman came in. Short, big broad smile always plastered on his face and weird little black round glasses that looked like they were Victorian or something. Anyway, he was dressed in an old worn tweed suit and wanted a new one for an event he was going to. He said it was his old fraternity or gentleman's club and gave a name. I wish I could remember it. It was over 10 years ago, but I feel like I forgot the name right away. I measured him up and gave him various suits to try on. Selecting a whole outfit over the course of about 2 hours. The whole time he was asking me a bunch of very strange questions, and claimed he could see into a person, and this wasn't my calling, but I was an artist. He could tell by my eyes. He kept writing things down in this weird little journal he had. There was something just incredibly unsettling about it all. Eventually, once I had his outfit ready, He passed me a card and said that I should come along to his meet-up. He could introduce me to his colleges and that they would have many business ventures for me. The. He laughed and said that the address was very bad to find, but even harder to leave. He then paid and left me a huge tip before leaving. When I was tidying up, I found one of his notebooks in the changing room. I snuck a look, and it was full of writing, but it was in some other language, and really, really scribbly. There were diagrams for buildings and lots and lots of drawings of crows. He never came back to get the book, and I never went to the address till much later. And couldn't find it. I gave the book to a friend who thought he could decipher it, but nothing ever came of that. A few years later, I got involved with a charity that deals with people who have suffered terrible facial scars. One guy I got friendly with had been burned by his father when he came out of the closet. It was horrific stuff that I naively beloved was in the distant past. Anyway, his father committed suicide in prison. Later I saw a photo of him, and holy crap, did he look just like my mysterious stranger. It was uncanny. Now it had to be a coincidence as the father had been dead for over a decade, but it added another very wired layer to the whole thing. I was a sophomore in college. I walked into my math class like any other day and sat in my usual spot, about four seats in on the third row. Even though we didn't have assigned seats, there was always a girl sitting two seats to the left of me, empty seat between us, and her male friend to her left. They seemed to just be good friends, always laughing, never any reason to give me concern. This day, in particular, I sat down, got my spiral and pencil out, and just quietly sat there looking forward and thinking about what I was going to do after class. Suddenly, I got this eerie feeling. I looked up to my left and my heart practically stopped. The girl was staring straight at me, blank face, and her eyes were shining like a bright, piercing electric blue, shining like lasers. Nothing at all natural. I can't explain accurately. I was basically paralyzed and couldn't move or say anything. I eventually blinked and looked forward, then looked back, and the girl's head was turned back to her friend as he was talking again. About 2 years later, I was with friends. And we were driving to a restaurant. Traffic was building up since it was rush hour, and we were stopped in the right lane. I'm in the back seat, and I happen to look up, diagonally to the left, and through the windshield. I look into the car sitting in the lane next to us, its back bumper is parallel to our front bumper, so I can see the driver easily. He's turned almost completely around and looking back at me, staring intensely. Even from that distance, I could see his eyes were that piercing, bright, laser-like blue and I froze again. Just like the last incident, I was eventually able to blink, look away, and then immediately look back. The man was turned forward, the light turned green, and we all started moving forward. It's been about 15 years, and I haven't experienced anything like that again, but it fucked with my mind for a while. I was walking in the woods by the sea in southern England, and I came across a rock formation that had a sign, the wishing seat. It was rather like a giant throne, although obviously natural, not man-made. I sat on it, and, entirely frivolously, made a wish. As I was sitting on it, a young family passed along the path in front of me, a man, woman, boy, and girl, all very ordinary in dress and appearance but strikingly beautiful. So the following year, I was walking along the path again, but in a different month and at a different time of day. I came across the wishing seat again and sat on it, and the same family passed by again. The world is full of coincidences, some significant, and some not, but this seemed a rather a long coincidence. I swear two girls working at my local Starbucks are Nordic blondes. Insanely tall, with a blank stare, both speak to each other without actually speaking. If you make small talk. They have to think for an awkward amount of time to form the perfect response in a monotone voice. They are insanely tall, their skin is almost the color white, and their eyes are like ice. I told my wife about them, and if she had seen them, and she hadn't. A few weeks later, she comes in saying she'd talked to the strangest girl working at Starbucks, almost like she wasn't human. I described one of the girls, and my wife's face went straight to shock-slash-validation. There is something off about those two. But in a very non-threatening way. Also, they work alone together. Just the two of them. At the only Starbucks for miles. Not a thing out of place. (laughs) A little over 20 years ago, my friends and I went to a 4th of July party at the house of a guy they went to high school with. It started out pretty chill, but as the night went on, it ended up being the kind of party I didn't think actually existed outside of an 80s teen movie huge house in a richy-rich neighborhood. No regard for property damage. Picture the party at the end of weird science, but subtract the mutant bikers and add a couple of hundred kids in their teens and early twenties, half of whom were on LSD, and many of whom showed up with literal carloads of fireworks. At some point, these two guys showed up. Nobody knew who they were. They spoke to no one, not even each other. They didn't eat anything. They didn't drink anything. They didn't try to interact with anyone at all that I saw. What they did do was freak everyone straight the fuck out. Visually, they were exactly average. Average height, average looks, average build, ambiguous age, ambiguous ethnicity. 100% forgettable. Except, they absolutely radiated darkness and hostility. They would just stand on opposite sides of a room and glare angrily at each other for a while then walk into a different room to glare angrily at each other again. They seemed to communicate with each other like that. Creepy as hell. It was like there was some kind of evil force inside of them that was barely contained by their skin. If they walked into a room where you were, it felt like the air itself suddenly became oppressive. At some point, my friends and I dipped out to go check out another party up in the mountains, and a couple of people we knew took off to a different party in a town in the opposite direction of where we were going and about 30 miles away from the original party. About halfway to our destination, we stopped at a gas station to get smokes and drinks. When we walked out, those guys were there. They were standing outside of their car, perfectly still, just staring holes through us. I don't know if I've ever felt that creeped out. We all piled into our car in record time and peeled out of the parking lot. Thankfully it didn't look like they tried to follow us, and we never saw them again. A few hours later, We went back to the first party to find a girl we knew sitting on the floor holding a baseball bat, jumpy as hell, ready to swing at anything that looked threatening. Apparently, those guys got way creepier after we left. Nobody would go into any detail, though, so I never found out exactly what happened, but everyone who had stayed at the first party looked thoroughly shook. The next day I ran into one of the people that took off to the other party, and right about the same time we had our gas station encounter with the spooky twins, They had the exact same encounter with the same guys at a gas station, probably 50 miles away from where we were. Meanwhile, the people who stayed at the first party swear those guys didn't leave the party until hours after we saw them at the gas station. It was all intensely freaky. I don't know who those guys were or what they wanted, but I have genuine doubts as to whether they were really human. I was out for a walk with my dog around the golden hour in the evening. It was a perfect evening. We were walking along a popular nature path, and this young man loped by. He was wearing sandals, very short, loose, sun-bleached shorts, was shirtless and had dreads that were so long they were down to the edge of his shorts. He was monochrome. His skin tone, shorts, dreads and sandals were all a light warm beige. His hair was a perfect tone of sandy blonde. He had a really flat face and amber-colored eyes. He loped past us, effortlessly and gave my dog a gentle stroke on the head as he passed and smiled warmly at me. It was a weirdly present moment, and my dog was going bonkers, desperate to follow him. This was about 4 months ago, and I think about it a couple of times a day. It all felt like it happened in slow motion. I went to a meditation retreat where we would spend most of the day sitting and meditating. It was a big room, like a sports hall and everyone had designed seats with about one square meter of area for themselves. The rows were aligned, and everyone was in line. There were about 200 people in this hall. You would hear the instructions and then close your eyes, and you were not supposed to make any noise and keep your eyes closed until they told you to open, like about an hour at a time. Of course, being my first time, I could never be still and meditate for that long. So I would open my eyes and look around and watch people. Sometimes there would be others also looking around too. On the third day there, I noticed this woman two rolls ahead and one to the right. She was moving very weirdly. She would have jolts of arm movements. She would shake uncontrollably. I just sat there and watched, a bit shocked and a bit confused. It got progressively worse as the days went on, and it was freaking me out. On the sixth day, I am sitting there trying to meditate and open my eyes to see her shaking and moving one arm above her head like one of those blow-up things we see at gas stations. Up and down like if a gust of wind lifted it, and then it fell. While at the same time shaking her torso and head. I am watching it gobsmacked. Then she suddenly stops abruptly, her head falls forward, so her chin is touching her chest, and she starts twisting her head to the left all the way until she locks eyes with me. Oh man. My heart never beat so fast. It was like a horror movie. Her face turned towards me in that weird position. Her hair was covering most of her face, and through it, I could see her eyes watching me. She did that for about 10 minutes, and the sound for us to stop started, it would be a sort of song to raise you back into consciousness. She turned forward, sat straight and got up and went ahead with the day as cheery as can be. That cut me off from meditating altogether. I am still scared of her and had nightmares about her coming into my dorm room for the rest of my stay at the retreat.